at Grand Park, the Indianapolis Colts making roster moves for guys that released or waived two of them wide receivers. We'll talk about that. Also, the Indianapolis Colts are favored to win the AFC South. Now, look, I believe that the Colts are going to win the AFC South, but the odds are such that I don't believe they're necessarily the best bet. We're also going to talk about 538.com's piece about win probability and how the Colts kind of bucked the trend. We talked about it the other day. When we talked about points for, points against, the turnover margin, all of the indicators that supposedly lead to winning in the NFL, the Colts kind of dominated. But they finished 9-8 and eight and weren't in the playoffs. And I think that that speaks to the underlying cause of the defeats, which is a reliance upon probabilities and upon analytics to drive decision-making with the Colts, which I think is silly. Moneyball doesn't work in the NFL, period. Going to talk a little bit about Indiana football. We're going to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods trying to school up the PGA and, and get PGA Tour professionals to continue to believe in the PGA Tour. Is he the right guy to deliver that message? We'll talk about all that. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Tuesday, August 16th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. The link is in the description of this piece. Go there. Sports wagering, it's a fun way to enjoy yourself watching maybe an out-of-market game, all the preseason football. What the hell, without a little action, what are you doing, right? What are you rooting for? Let's say the Browns play the Rams. Who are you going to root for in that thing unless you got a little action on the game? At any rate, if you, they will match up to $1,000. If you deposit $1,000, they are going to match $1,000. All right? And you get 25 casino chips as well. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're looking for 380 likes. It would be an all-time record. Hit, I think. Maybe we've gotten there before. I don't think so, though. Hit the button if you're watching this video, and if you like, if you want to ask a question, this is live. We always do these lives. Uh, these aren't recorded. This is live. So if you're watching it live, you know what? Uh, make a donation. I'll see your question in the graphic, and we will answer your question in real time. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Colts, all right? The odds to win the AFC South right now, Colts are plus 125, or minus 125. That's less than fifty fifty. You're not gonna get you're not gonna double your money. If you bet a dollar, you're not gonna you gotta bet a dollar twenty-five to get a dollar back, is the point. Are you so sure that the Colts are gonna win the AFC South that you are willing to take that kind of of small win? Or do you look at somebody like the Titans? The Titans are plus 175, so if you bet a buck, you get a dollar seventy-five plus the dollar, right? How about the Jags? Oh, the Jags are plus 800. That means you bet a buck, you get eight plus your original buck back. Texans, like, plus 3,300. They have no chance to win the AFC South. They are not ready to compete in the AFC South. They are much more likely to finish at the bottom of the AFC South than they are anywhere else in the AFC South. For my money, that plus 800 with the Jags is is money well invested. I think the Jaguars are going to be better 
And there's always a chance somebody for the Colts gets injured. Maybe the Titans, the losses they've suffered on their roster, they come to uh, bite them in the ass just a little bit. Let's talk about what is coming up tomorrow and Thursday. The Detroit Lions, we're under siege. We're under siege in central Indiana. It's Chopper 13. It's Dave Calabro. Dave, we're over here. Dave. Nothing. Not not even a wave from the chopper. That is how uh, dismissive of me Dave Calabro has become. At any rate, Detroit's coming into town. I heard on the Dan Dockett show on 107.5 The Fan earlier today, a caller said, they're going to come in loaded for bear. The Lions are going to come in loaded for What the hell do you think these guys do? For the love of God. A, a caller. Like, they're going to come in and compete harder than some other NFL team. Some NFL teams go to these joint practices and they lay down. They say, woof, I'm exhausted. Go ahead. Hit me. No. Everybody competes because what you do at these joint practices isn't just about making your roster. It's about putting things on tape that will get other teams interested in what you do or showing. And, And these practices, they get filmed by the teams, not by other teams, but they know who shows out at a joint practice. They're here to compete. They're here to earn a living. This is what they do. They're not here to, you know, play euchre back at the hotel, for God's sake. Everybody in the NFL balls out during uh, competitive practices, and they'll do it again Saturday at 1 o'clock at Lucas Oil Stadium. Not the starters, but the, uh, you know... The backups, who you can watch for a pretty penny. You can buy your tickets to Lucas Oil Stadium, watch men in Colts uniforms play against men in Lions uniforms play. Now, they won't be the people that you see in uh, three weeks from this weekend on Sunday. You won't see those people, but you can still pay your money, drink expensive beer, eat expensive food, and enjoy an afternoon, hopefully in the sun, on Saturday afternoon as the roof is open. I hate it when the roof's closed. Hate it. Play in the outside, for the love of God. You know, what are we? They do it in Buffalo. They do it in Green Bay. And do they ever not sell out? How about Pittsburgh? How about Philly? How about New York? How about New England? They never don't sell out. It's just silly. I don't like domes, if, if you don't already know that. I, this dome with a retractable roof, when they've got the roof open, I'm plenty happy. But I get so tired. Twitter is filled with people saying, oh, I was in the sun. I started to sweat. You're outside. I was, I was in the shade. I got a little bit chilled. For the love of God, stand up and be a man or a woman or whatever and enjoy yourself. Stop finding ways to complain and things to complain about. Could we do that? Can we make a vow together? We are going to stop complaining about the cold or the warm at Lucas Oil Stadium. We get to be there how many times this year? Ten? Ten, right? Nine. Something like that. Nine or ten times. We are not going to complain during a single time. I've made the vow. You make the vow, too. How about that? At any rate, the Lions are going to come in. They're going to compete. The Colts are going to compete, too. Stop worrying about it. That's what happens, right? Complaining about complaining. It is what I do.
I want to stop the complaining. I don't know how to stop complaining other than complaining about it. Especially here. Uh, 538.com, they're interesting. They do interesting analytics work. Uh, they went 0-4. They say the Colts went 0-4 in coin flip games. That's games with a near 50-50 chance of winning or losing with under five minutes to play in the game. So anything within 60-40, they call a coin flip game. And the Colts were 0-4. I would like to know what the reason for that is. Is it coaching? Was it defensive scheme? Was it fatigue? What was driving? What was the driver for the Colts in not winning a single game in the fourth quarter? No fourth quarter comebacks. No game-winning drives. It's not just Carson Wentz. There were other forces at work. And, yeah, I'm hoping that it was defensive scheme where Matt Eberflus just kind of like Ben don't broke his way all the way to losing. Two of those games were overtime losses where they were up big in both those games, up 14, nothing early against the Titans and made to me a cataclysmic error in not putting uh, fourth and four from the 40. They, they went for it. They didn't get it. They gave the Titans a short field. The Titans came down, scored you got Rigoberto Sanchez. Use him as a weapon. Pin the Titans back inside their 10. Get the ball back. What are you doing? I thought that that was a terrible decision in the moment. I thought it was terrible. In retrospect, even worse. Um, and then, of course, the debacle in, in Baltimore against the Ravens. That was just atrocious. Uh, but what was it? Like, I did quarterback play, defensive schematics, Reich? What was it? Frank Reich by the way, not on the hot seat. There is, a, unless they completely uh, run off the rails this regular season, there is no chance he's going to be fired. Now, there is a chance that with missing the playoffs this year, that'd be two years in a row, and all of a sudden the seat does get hot. That's what happened to Pagano, right? That's what happened to Grigson. Missed the playoffs in 15, missed the playoffs in 16. Seat got hot after 17, Pagano a ghost. Seat gets hot if you miss it two years in a row. Jim Irsay, he hadn't owned a, an NFL team because he, he likes buying guitars. That's not why he owns the team. It's what he does with some of the wealth he's gained from owning the team, but we don't begrudge him that. We like Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay is a smart businessman. He kind of gets dogged out a little bit because he's quirky. Find me a billionaire that's not quirky. Warren Buffett is quirky. Jim say quirkier than Warren Buffett, but still quirky. Uh, let's talk about Indiana football. I want Indiana football to win so bad, I, I can't even tell you. I just do. It's, the fall is much more fun when Indiana is competitive in the Big Ten East. I don't know whether it's going to happen this year. It feels like the bloom's off the roads, but I'm still, I'm still hoping and I'm hoping that Donovan McCulley is going to be a guy who fuels the Hoosier attack with either Jack Tuttle, right, or Connor Bazelak at starting quarterback. We don't know which it's going to be, and we won't know until game time or right around game time. Donovan McCulley, 6'5", a really good athlete, a terrific competitor. Is he going to be a weapon that's going to allow Indiana to move the ball? And if not him, who? And on defense, what you got? 
you're hoping some of these transfers, we don't even know who these guys are, we can play. And maybe they will. Maybe they'll play well. Maybe they'll beat Illinois. Indiana, right now, five-point favorites. Hmm. I'm not feeling Indiana minus five in that opener at Memorial Stadium. I'm just not. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't tell you who the Colts waived. Let me tell you who the Colts waived. They waived Isaiah Ford, wide receiver. They waived Michael Young Jr., wide receiver. Cornerback Alex Myers. Offensive tackle Brandon Kemp waived as well. Isaiah Ford was released. The difference between released and waived, you tell me. I don't know. It, it means they're unemployed for the moment. And it also means that's Mike Strawn coming off the pup list and the Colts understanding that they need a little bit of churn at wide receiver. They need to figure out who can't play, get rid of them, and bring in maybe people who might be able to play and see if they can. That's kind of the Chris Ballard MO with these things. He's not going to go and spend a whole ton of money on a guy. He's going to run a bunch of people in and see if somehow, someway, Reggie Wayne and Frank Reich and Marcus Brady can turn them into something that this team that will move this team down the field, convey first downs, and uh, score points. The tight end position looks terrific. Running back position looks terrific. Wide receiver, Michael Pittman, and not so much else. We have told you again and again and again and again. And, and Chris Ballard watches the show. He knows. He says, Kent, what should I do? I tell him every day. Go get a wide receiver, for the love of God. You can't do it with three guys. And if you tell me again that you like the guys you got in the room, my head's going to pop right off my neck. And nobody wants that, especially me. It's a, it's, it would be a mess for my wife to clean. Chris, get a wide receiver who can run fast, cut hard, and catch soft. That's all you got to do. I think Matt Ryan's going to be fine. People who think that it's going to be a vertical attack ever, they might throw four balls the entire season more than 40 yards. Other than that, and I mean vertically, right? Not 40 yards from this hash to that sideline. I mean 40 yards downfield vertically. I, I don't see it happening this year for the Colts. They got guys who in space can catch it and run with it. So I screw with, uh, you know, air yards. I don't get it. Wentz did that last year. Where did it get the Colts? Nine and eight. This has got to be better this year. We'll talk about it tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early. Tomorrow also, you know what? We got a lot of surprises coming up. I can't wait to share them with you. It's what we do, right? Yes. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I can't wait. If you have any questions, you know what? Leave a comment. Love that too. And make sure to hit the like button.